Hello and welcome to the Black Arrows Employment Team podcast where you have your very own employment lawyer in your pocket. My name is Simon Allison. I'm head of Black Arrows Employment Team. This podcast is aimed at business owners and HR managers and aims to keep you on the straight and narrow with your staff. Welcome to season four. This season contains the one with the Bert and Ernie cake and the one with the Pimlico plumbers. So when it hasn't been your day, your week, your month or even your year, sit back and listen to Employment Lawyer in Your Pocket podcast. Welcome to episode seven of season four of Employment Lawyer in Your Pocket. Let me welcome along Jack and Donna. Hi guys, how are you doing today? Hello. Hi Donna, hi Simon, morning to you both. This one is called The One with All the Christmas Films. Yes? Yay, festive special. Yay. Have you planned for Christmas? Christmas shopped out yet? I'm sick of it. Are you really? Sick of it. Thank God for online shopping. Yeah, I've done nothing yet so far. Nothing at all. Poor Marie. Poor Marie, I'm going to shop on Christmas Eve. I respond well to pressure, I think, which is better for me. <laughs> it's not a good strategy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this was called The One With All The Christmas Film. I asked the team to kind of identify various films which feature acts of harassment. We talk about the act of harassment and potential defences. Does that make sense? It does indeed. Sounds like a good plan. Yep. Got your films um, queued up, yes? Some very festive crackers queued up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, so my first film I want to talk about is James Bond. Is that a Christmas film? It's controversial. It is a Christmas film. Controversial. There's a character called Christmas Jones. Therefore, it's Christmas. Yeah. I didn't know that. James Bond says, I thought Christmas only came once a year. It's Mm. quite risky to be fair. I think when you're of a certain age, James Bond was played every Christmas. (laughs) You're showing your age now. (laughs) Okay, okay, okay. So one scene in particular um, is from Dr. No. James Bond has an exchange with Miss Moneypenny. Um, James Bond says... What would I ever do without you? Miss Moneypenny says, as far as I remember, James, you've never had me. James Bond says, hope springs eternal. Now that is clearly, <laughs> <laughs> is that harassment, do you How think? How many films did you watch to pull that one out? <laughs> <laughs> that is clearly harassment. That's clearly harassment. That the basis of harassment. Doesn't it? It does. So that is clearly um, sexual harassment. Do you agree? I don't know. I mean, do you think that conduct would really be unwanted? I've I've actually seen the film, Simon. Doctor, what is it? Doctor, Doctor no. no. Yeah, Doctor No, that's the scene. And as far as I could see, it looks like the conduct's not unwanted by Miss Money. <laughs> okay. Mean, I think that would be the first line of the defence for the employer in okay. that scene. Okay, that's one line of defence for um, the employer to take that's not unwanted. Any lines of defence, do you think? Yep, so there's a second line of defence. Um, you have to ask yourself, would it be reasonable for Miss Moneypenny to feel harassed? Okay. Recent cases suggest that it is only reasonable for the conduct to have the effect of creating or a, a violating, degrading or humiliating environment for the worker to take into account the perception of the victim, the other circumstances of the case, and whether it was reasonable for the conduct to have that effect. Mm-hmm. Okay, so basically talk yourself out of a harassment claim for uh, Miss Moneypenny, haven't we? Sounds like we have, yeah. Okay, what's JB your... off the hook. JP off the hook. Okay, so what's the second film? What one do you want to talk about? Uh, I would like to throw The, the Devil Wears Prada into the, into the ring. Is that a Christmas film? Is that a Christmas film? 
Oh, I agree for James Bond. I think you'll find that there's a scene in Paris where Christmas. <laughs> I'm reliably informed that that's the case. <laughs> Is that right? Okay. On your so. head, be it, Jack. On oh. your head, be it. There's some. There's some nice shoes in that film. I'll give you that one. <laughs> okay. Ah, there are indeed. Okay. What's the scene then, Jack? Well, the scene from this film that I'd like to talk about is the character called Miranda Priestley who is that uh, oh, Meryl Streep oh yeah mm-hmm. yes so she's a real bully in this case um, says to one of her colleagues by all means move at a glacial pace you know how much that thrills me okay so, why is that harassment would you say Jack well I believe that in the scene the person that she said that comment to has a cast on her, on her leg and and so may well meet the definition of the equality act as to be a disabled person oh, okay I see you. I see you going with that so I mean it could potentially you know if she is working slowly which I think the glacial pace because the glaciers move very slowly yes I think that's what the reference is could well be that well I'm moving slowly because I've got a cast on my leg because I'm disabled mm, could okay. potentially be a, a link to um, harassment on the grounds of disability no? Okay, okay, so that's harassment. What's the defence to that? Is it reasonable for the employee to feel that behaviour amounts to harassment? Donna's earlier point, perhaps not. What's your view on that? Yeah, it's all down to whether it's reasonable or not. I suppose it depends um, on the history of the sort of interaction between Miranda Priestley and that, that I forget what the lady's called in the film, but anyway. What's her name oh, again? Oh, it's uh, Emily Blunt. Emily Blunt. Sick. Emily Blunt. Well done, Good Jack. Luck. Well up on these flicks. <laughs> Chick um, flicks. I was going to resist the <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the chick flicks. Um, oh, I I don't know. I I do wonder whether that would even count as a disability. Ah, uh, good point, Donna. Good point. It's got mm. to have a substantial and adverse long term effect, and mm. the cast is only going to be on for a few months. Very, mm, that's true. Very most. That's mm. true. So I don't think that would count as a disability. Okay, harassment and the defence. Yeah. Okay. You're probably right. Um, you're probably right, Donna. I'm willing to concede that that, that, that my client is not disabled in this case. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's What's your favourite Xmas movie then, Donna? I'm definitely on firmer ground with my choice, Bridget Jones' Diary. Ah, yeah. that's a good choice. Can't argue with that. Mm. Good call, Donna. Yeah, that's Christmas great. Classic. Classic. Good well done. feel good well done. film that one. Okay. And definitely falling within the definition of harassment. So you remember that Bridget Jones had a relationship with her boss, Daniel Cleaver. That's right, yeah. yeah. Hugh Grant. That's the one, Hugh Grant. She then stops that relationship and she does reject his unwanted conduct of a sexual nature. I see what's happening here. Mm -hmm. Uh I see, okay, okay. And then she was sidelined at work. Ah, okay. That's potentially amounting to harassment. Ah, okay, Mm -hmm. I like that. Yeah, I like the link there, yes. That's a good one. Does the employer defence that, do you think, Jack? Well, potentially, I think the employer is quite a big employer, therefore they would have potentially equality policies in place, harassment policies in place, they may fall within the all reasonable steps defence, do you think? Maybe, maybe. Maybe chucking a bit of a time bar argument there as well. Okay, on what basis? Well, you know, Ms Jones would have to lodge her claim within three months of the actual incident having happened. Okay. Unless she can establish that it would be just inequitable for the claim to proceed out with the three-month time limit. Okay, okay. Or unless she argued that it was a number of events... Continuing all course of conduct. Exactly, all connected. Mm-hmm. Seems likely, given the nature of Hugh Grant's character in the movie. Yeah, okay. Let's be honest. Good stuff. So that is potentially discrimination, but also defence of that, potentially? Yeah, so they probably do have policies in place, I given the size do. of them, but it's one thing to have policies. You've actually 
got to implement them. That's true. So That's true. taking all reasonable steps, follow up with your training, make sure you're acting on time when things come to your attention. That's all part and parcel of reasonable defence. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we've done three films which we've identified harassment and the three defences to the films. Yes. Yes. Let's go for our three takeaway tips. Okay. So tip number one, I think, is know your audience. You know, we say, don't be Jack, often it's the end of the office joke because you can't make a joke which is funny, which doesn't offend potentially any discrimination um, aspect. So potentially um, race, sex, mm-hmm. everything like that, um, that could potentially amount to harassment, a joke in the open plan office. If in doubt, don't say anything at all. I agree, Donna. Mm-hmm. Okay. Indeed. Second tip, Jack? Second tip is what the criminal lawyers call the thin thin skull rule. Okay, what does that mean, Jack? The thin skull rule means that basically for harassment, remember that the the test is the purpose or the effect of the conduct. Ah, okay. So in terms of the effect, just assume that everybody is a a thin-skinned, vulnerable type person who would be offended by your comments. Okay, okay, okay. Is that a bit like take your victim as you find them? Yeah, so isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So for the thin skull rule, that means that you have to assume that, just for a bit of chance to show off my legal knowledge here, <laughs> you have to assume that anybody that you're going to punch in the head has a thin skull, skull because then if they fall and crack their skull on the pavement, uh, then you would be guilty of culpable homicide. Nice, that's tip two. Nice. And tip three, Donna? Make sure that you can use the all reasonable steps to prevent harassment taking place. Good call. I so like that's, that. Yeah, being proactive and reactive. So as I said, have your policies in place, but then make sure you're taking the steps against bad behaviour, nipping it in the bud. Okay, that concludes that. That was the one with all the Christmas films. Any Christmas jokes to tell? It's not quite a Christmas joke, but it's close. <laughs> Is so, it funny? It, yeah, I think so. <laughs> okay. So I was thinking of you as I watched the Strictly Come Dancing final. Oh, yes. And the Strictly Special's coming up for Christmas. I can't wait. I'm so excited about that. So I was thinking about you. Okay. I was thinking about Santa Paws. Yes, okay, okay. okay, okay. So why do dogs made, make such bad dancers? Oh, I don't know. Why do dogs make such bad dancers? Got two left feet. <laughs> hey, these are jokes, folks. These are jokes, folks. I'm here all week. <laughs> I'm really not. <laughs> Cheers and cheerio. Well, that was good, wasn't that podcast? Yeah. That's episode seven of season four done. Unbelievable, isn't it? It's flown four. by, hasn't mm-hmm. it? It's flown by. Blank of a night. So what's the best Christmas film, do you think? I think my favourite film is Home Alone. I love that film. Macaulay Culkin. Yeah, they should have stopped at number one, though. Oh, I agree. I agree yeah, completely. Yeah. I agree. What's your favourite Christmas film, do you think, Donna? Oh, Elf. Elf. Definitely. I love that film, too. A really great film. Definitely. Will Ferrell at his best. Okay. Jack, dare to ask his question. What's your favourite Christmas Christmas film, Jack. My favourite. Christmas film. Merry Christmas, <laughs> Hobbitses! <laughs> oh, Jack. Yes, cut. Lord of the Rings. Yeah, cut, Lord of the Rings. Cut, 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 cut.